0: stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at calchi.com From BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board. This The I Am Rapperport Stereo, Stereo Podcast, podcast. Live. You're down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. down with Rappaport. Yes I'm down with Rapperport. Yes, I am. down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. You better tune in. I am Rappaport.com. Cause every single podcast, you know he drops bombs. I seen him on set, a seasoned vet with True Town. Catch him on his way to CrossFit, rocking the new, new balance. balance. He asked me to do the track cause he knows I rhyme a leak. But I'm just waiting for the Robert, Robert De Niro line, line of the, of the week. week. Breakfast of champions, toasted bagel cream mm-hmm. cheese and lock. This is I am Rapperport. The show never stops. You might catch him out public stretching his knees but if you don't listen to the show yo we please we complete is the I am Rapaport podcast yes 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 this is the I am Rapaport stereo podcast 2015 NBA season NBA predictions NBA preview for the non NBA fan. All right, this is for everybody. I don't like when the NBA or any sport. Well, I like the NBA when it does it because I really love basketball and I could understand it. Because I don't give a fuck what you saw on the rock and jock. I don't give a fuck what you saw on the MTV uh, and the ESPN celebrity all-star game. At one point, I could play basketball. And I played with some of the best. I may not have been the best, but I played with some of the best. You see Kenny Anderson? You ask him about me. Okay? You see World Be Free? Ask him. Ask him where I was. All right? Let me see who else. A bunch of them. Ask them. Ask around. White Mike. Mike Rappaport. Crap. They know me. They know me in the streets, all right? So despite what you might have seen, although I did with the MVP of the ESPN celebrity game, people are not impressed with my performance, kiss my fucking ass. So here is my NBA preview episode, okay? And you will never be able to hear analyzation like this, because I, if I don't like the player, if I don't like their attitude... I fucking shut you down. All right, so this is going to just be an overview of the 2015 NBA season. If you are not a basketball fan, the San Antonio Spurs are the reigning NBA champions. And this team is an eclectic mix. Genuinely eclectic. They got guys from their their star player, Tim Duncan, is from like the Barbados. He's a fucking swimmer. They got a French point guard, Tony Parker. Manu Ginobili's Argentinian. they got two or three Brazilians, they got Russians, Croatians, Germans, Koreans, South Koreans, North Koreans, they got them all, they got them all, and they fucking won the championship, they dismantled the Miami Heat last year in five games, they fucking shut them down, okay, and it was beautiful, because I'm not a Miami Heat fan, and I just want to clarify a couple of things, because I know I have many listeners of the I Am Rappaport podcast in the Florida area, and I don't want to upset you, but, and I want you to keep listening, all right, so I don't want this to become a tit for tat, like, you know what, Mike Rap? fuck you, fuck your podcast, I'm shutting it off, don't say anything about the Miami Heat. No, you're going to fucking live in it. You won two championships, you've been to four, you're going to fucking live in it, okay? Don't hang up on me. Because you guys lost last year. And LeBron James, as far as I'm concerned, you need to start treating him the same way they treated him in Cleveland. Burn, baby, burn. Burn those fucking jerseys. All right? Because he left you. He ain't coming back. He's never coming back. And now your team is going to be, well, you're going to be better off than when the Cavaliers were. Because I think D. Wade is going to have a good year and I think Bosch has a lot to prove and I think Bosch wants to take on more workload and it's a Pat Riley run team. So my prediction, my first prediction for the 2015 NBA season is that the Miami Heat do make the playoffs. Dwayne Wade if 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 he can remain injury free will be back to all-star status. Um and I think Miami's going to be good. And I don't Despise them as much as I did last year But going back to Mr. LeBron James King James The best player in the NBA by far Definitely You know, the other day I was thinking If I was going to do top five players I would do Magic at the point With Isaiah coming off the bench I would do Michael Jordan And first I said LeBron James And then I said Tim Duncan And then my fifth was Akeem Now you could say all the bullshit you want Okay, about Bill Russell, he's not in my first team. He's not even on my second team. Okay, he's not even on my third team. I got Kareem coming off the bench. I got Moses Malone coming off the bench. I got David Robinson coming off the bench. I didn't even mention Shaquille O'Neal. I didn't even fucking mention Shaquille O'Neal. So I pick all of those guys over the most winning basketball player in the history of the sport, Bill Russell. And if you saw when the Garden was eaten, I brought that shit up right to John Havlicek's face. Sure, he didn't answer me. He ignored the fucking question. But I fucking had the balls to do it. Because you motherfuckers out there that think I'm crazy because Bill Russell, but I brought up was Bill Russell overrated, you are drinking the damn Kool-Aid. I just named six or seven players who I would start. Let's go over my centers. Akeem Olajuwon, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Moses Malone, David Robinson, Shaquille O'Neal, that's five. I don't need to name anymore. Five. There's, that's five centers who I'm going to start over Bill Russell. I don't need to make this argument anymore. Okay? He played against lackluster competition. I am telling you, I have an Uncle Saul. He was a power forward for the Syracuse Nets. If you saw this poor prick... You wouldn't fucking ever think that he was ever in the NBA. This is who Bill Russell was playing against. I actually don't have an uncle Saul that's totally made up, but most of those guys looked like what I would imagine my Uncle Saul would look like. Does that make sense? <clears throat> I snorted. I'm very excited. My mom's in, 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 in the room, so I'm trying to keep my voice down. She's telling me I, I I she told me I have a filthy mouth. I like to record these in private. I don't want anyone listening. I don't want to hear any shit. I don't want to be criticized, questioned, or anything. Okay? This is the I Am Rappaport podcast. Now, the East, the Atlantic Division, Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets, New York Knicks, Sixers, Toronto Raptors. Raptors. To- Toronto Raptors are a fucking problem. Their biggest fan is Drake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that Drake is your biggest fan. I know there's not much going on in Toronto, but you got to deal with that. you got to work that out on your own. They'll be a playoff team. The Knicks will be a playoff team. The Sixers will be a shitbox team. They're fucked up out in Philadelphia. They're all fucked up out in Philadelphia. The Brooklyn Nets, they're going to be competitive. I don't know. I haven't seen them enough in the, in the preseason. I know you're going, Mike Rapp, what's so good about your fucking, like this is like shit, a shit NBA preview. Well, I'm just getting started. I broke down the, the, the Miami Heat. And I'll break down in the middle of this right now, LeBron James. Here is why I am once again frustrated with LeBron James' off-season decision. LeBron James, you came to the Miami Heat and you said at the press conference, the now famous, not one championship, not two championships, not three, not four, not five, not six. I'm pretty sure the motherfucker said eight. He said, we want to win eight championships. Now, you, went, you made it to four, and I know you guys are going, fuck you, Mike Rapp, the Knicks suck. They haven't won a championship since 1973. Well, kiss my ass. That's a whole other set of problems that I have, and that's a whole other set of things that I deal with on my own, with my therapist and, and my alone time. Okay, LeBron James, after getting dismantled by the San Antonio Spurs, while he had his jersey on, while he had his sweaty game five jersey on, he should have said, I am coming back next year. I do not believe that a person should be able to just... Up and leave their team. I know this is professional sports. I know you're probably saying, well, what the fuck are you talking about? It's professional. I understand that. I just don't understand to see how you can do that. You lose to the Spurs in five games. Why not try one more time? Why is it when the going gets tough, the tough goes back to Cleveland? Tell me. Tell me why it's a big deal to play at home. You want to play at home. I want to play at home. You know where the fuck... I don't even have a home. I left New York, 1989, in fucking California. Think I'm proud of that shit, but that's where I work. Okay? Larry Bird, French Lick, Indiana, took over Boston. Boston became his city. Irving Magic Johnson from Lansing, Michigan, moved out to Los Angeles. He's never left. You would rather... Now, I know my fans because there are a lot of I Am Rapport fans from Cleveland, okay? And I, I cannot really make a judgment. But from what I've heard, Cleveland, and I'm sorry to say this, is a shithole. You guys should know that if you're around people that aren't from Cleveland, people talk a lot of shit about Cleveland. I mean, is there like Starbucks in Cleveland? Do they have that kind of thing out there? It sounds like it's a fucking, like in, caught in like a, the 1970s. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. LeBron James is back in Cleveland, and they're going to be a powerhouse team. They got, of course, Kevin Love, whose father is brothers with Beach Boy, Bob Love. Did you know that, Mom? Isn't there a Beach Boy named Bob Love? Kevin Love The basketball player That's his uncle That's real shit That's for real mom and My mom's in the room while I'm doing my podcast now She's she's shy as if people are listening Mom it's just you, me and you in the apartment I know I want to give the illusion That we're in a grand studio And the I Am Rappaport podcast Is like a really actually produced thing But let's just be honest mom Where are we? We're in our little apartment in New York City Okay but just this one, normally we're in a big studio Anyway, so the Cleveland Cavaliers With Kevin Love, who's You know, basically a beach boy And if you don't know this John Stamos Who, this has nothing to do with But he plays drums a lot for the Beach Boys He probably knows Kevin Love I met Kevin Love one time, and you know what he said to me? Rappaport You're not gonna give me some love? And I was like, fuck yeah, yo, I love you, Kevin Love You're fucking sh-. Yo, Kevin Love is is retarded. Kyrie Irving, he's a motherfucker too. You know, I had the privilege of watching him play scrimmage in the 2012, before the 2012 Olympics. I, I went to the practice and, and Kyrie Irving wasn't even on the team. This was he was this was after his first season. And he was going against uh Chris Paul and Darren Williams, and I don't know who the other point guards were. But they were scrimmaging. They were all there. Every fucking one of them. Kevin Love, Carmelo, LeBron, fucking Kobe. I was right there watching them practice. Up fucking close and personal. I was on the court watching them practice. All right, I'm going to tell you a story about that. I'm not Mr. Story Guy. I wish I was Mr. Story Guy. You know some people are just great? They have... Great stories and they're great at telling them I always wished I was one of those guys Not a lot of shit happens to me I I don't know why So, But this was a good story, if you like basketball Here's a good fucking story So I am at, I have the privilege I'm doing some work thing Something for USA Basketball and I don't know, they call, I was like, yeah I don't know who, it could be It could be for a fucking porno I don't know, it was me and Chauncey Billups He probably, because he was there It's probably not one of the gigs that I did for a porno company What? I didn't really do that. Um, But it was something for USA basketball. I'm not going to be modest. I was doing something for USA basketball. It was fucking sick. So they're practicing, all the players, plus the practice team, which Kyrie Irving was on, and he was cutting ass. He was cutting ass. And Coach Krzyzewski, at one point during the practice, blew a whistle, and he said, we're going to take a break. Okay? He said we're going to take a break. So now we're in the UNLV or some gym, maybe it was UNLV, the practice gym and there's probably about 100 people in the gym in the bleachers. Not a lot of people, but 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 enough to, you know. And then there's probably like literally 50 coaches on the other side or what it 30 35 between the players, the assistants, Tom Thibodeau was there watching. You know, they some player coaches were just there. I don't know how even how it works. It's like it was like a basketball, it was like a fucking basketball wet dream. I was like literally giddy. I was fucking giddy. So I'm watching them practice up close and personal, all of them, they're going hard, they're playing against each other. They're not going game speed, but you see flashes of it. I'm like, what the fuck this is so fucking crazy? This is so fucking sick. LeBron is right there. I watch him warm up. Kobe had just came out of the playoffs in in the two thousand. This was this was the the last season that Kobe played and played really well. It was the end of the two thousand and twelve playoffs. He was killing motherfuckers. So Coach Krashevsky's like literally like if you were gonna do like a. a um, like uh a, a over-the-top version of a basketball coach, you do Coach Kraszewski. He's like a little fucking little rat-faced. He just kind of has that look. He's, you know, he's the most winningest coach in college basketball. He's got parted hair, really tough, bigger than I thought, and, and thicker than I thought. Like, he's in shape. Coach Kraszewski will fuck you up. I'm going to tell you that right now. I think Coach Kraszewski's about, I don't know how old he is. He's probably 55, 56. I could be wrong. He could be 52. I don't know, 60. But he's a tough little fucker. So they go on break. Byron Scott's in the fucking crowd. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? You know, I talk to Byron Scott. I tell him about the time when I got into the Los Angeles Laker room in 1983 with Arsenio Hall. And he said something about my jewelry. He said to me, yeah, you got a lot of gold chains. And I was like, again. Yeah. he goes, you know you're in Inglewood. Uh, so Byron Scott said, and I'm 13. I have a, I think, I mean, I think I'm literally think I'm a combination of Michael Jackson and Eddie Murphy at this time. I have a black shirt that's zipped up. Zip, that's right. I said zipped, not button zipped. It was the 80s. Zipped, motherfucker. A black shirt with a collar, so it's like a polo shirt with a zipper, but the zipper comes up the side. I remember. It's so this. It's like it comes up like above the nipple, the zipper. So it's like a little square. You have like a, a zipper rectangle. Or, or square on your chest And I had about four or five gold chains on my neck Little small ones, but four or five ones Nonetheless, I'm 13, I'm white, I'm in the Lakers locker room Byron Scott says to me I go, hey, how you doing, Byron Scott? Like I was like, holy, I'm in the locker room Why when you say you're in the locker room People always say, were they naked? I mean, no, they're not naked They are like have their shirts on Or they have their shirts off But they're, not, they're not walking around naked It's, it's small locker room You know, if you want to have a sword fight, then you walk around naked. But these are, you know, who the fuck wants to have a sword fight? Jesus, let me finish my story. So Byron Scott says to me in 1983, damn, you got a lot of gold. No, he doesn't say damn, a lot of gold chains. And I was like, yeah, I know. And he said, you're in Inglewood now. And I said, that's all right, I'm from New York. (laughs) I said that. I fucking said that to Byron Scott. So I recounted that story for him at the 2012 USA Basketball shit. He could, But he just laughed because it was, you know, me. You know, now he's like, oh, this is an actor. And I was like, yeah, but I wasn't always an actor. So practice starts. I'm chit-chatting with somebody, okay? And and, and I'm I'm chit-chatting over my left shoulder. I, I hear a whistle, but everyone else is talking. And practice had started, okay? And I didn't know that. So a few of us were in the gym talking. 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute. And then... Mike Krushchevsky goes, this is this is a true thing. Who the hell is talking? This is a privilege to be in this gym. This isn't a show. We are here to win a goddamn gold medal. That is a fucking quote. That's what Mike Krushchevsky said and he's looking at me from across the fucking gym. And I'm like, "Oh shit." Oh shit. Mike Krushchevsky's about to throw me out. Of the fucking Olympic practice in front of all my idols with my girl, I'm human. Like this would be like literally like suicide. Like I would be ashamed of myself. So that flashes in front of me that Mike Kraszewski's in the next. Get the fuck out of this gym. Like I'm literally like it was. It it wasn't at that, but it could have. He could have easily just went from. He was at volume four, so I don't want you to think he was screaming. But he could have easily went to volume eight. To make an example out of me, out of me, and it would have been fucked up. And that, my friends, would have fired up that fucking team. And you know what? They probably would have. You know, I would have been the sacrificial lamb for that. If he needed to do that to fire that fucking team up, then throw me out of the fucking gym next time, Kuchesky. Don't be a fucking pussy. I'm, I'm I'm going totally uh, totally off topic here. So he says that to me. He says. You're not – this isn't a show. You're not – you know, stop talking. Who's talking? And we're here to win a goddamn gold medal. So everybody totally shuts up. My face is beat red. And I'm like, was he talking to me? And and the guy next to me is like, I don't think so. I don't know. And I'm like, oh, shit. Mike Krzyzewski just yelled at me. Like, I'm ashamed of myself. But I know for a fact because I'm such a fucking – Truant, And I was so bad in school And I'm so used to fucking getting in trouble And then trying to get out of trouble That I, I, I immediately said to the guy Well somebody over there was talking Just like a real piece of shit I want to put it on someone else And uh, anyway they, they continue practicing It's great After practice I see all the players Kobe Bryant Talk to him for a little bit Tell you that story another time Because me and him had a great a quick exchange Fucking classic. It's a jewel. I can't even share it on this one because it's too much of a jewel. That's going to be in a full Kobe Bryant segment. I might even fucking only do it until somebody fucking drags Kobe Bryant's ass in here and lets me interview him. Because we would have such a great fucking interview, Kobe. You and me, we would have a good interview. We could talk about hip-hop. We could talk about fucking food, movies. Like, I want to fucking hang out with you, Kobe Bryant. Me and you should be fucking friends and shit. Like, you got kids. I got kids. I mean... Fuck. Like, I love Ball. You're fucking Kobe Bryant. I would be just... I'd be a good friend to you, Kobe. Anyway. And I feel like you need a good, trustworthy friend. Not that people don't want to be your friends. I just feel like you're a loner. Any fucking way. Any fucking way. All right? We're moving forward. Uh, I, my girlfriend tells Blake Griffin that you're, you're our son, Blake Griffin's looking at her like, what the fuck are you talking about, lady? And, and she goes, we always say, I don't always say this. We always say that if we had a son, it would look like you. Because my girlfriend's black. Blake Griffin's half black, half white. He's got red hair. So she thinks, she's obsessed with Blake Griffin being the way. I said, if we did have a son that looked like him, he wouldn't play basketball like Blake Griffin. Because that's the fucking X factor. He'd be Blake Rappaport, and that's fucking not going to do shit for you. So he'd be a six-foot-eight, half-black, half-Jewish, red-headed, fucking slow freak, and he wouldn't be in the NBA. So Blake Griffin, you're lucky that I'm not your father. So that happens. Get to meet the whole NBA. I'm, I'm, I'm in heaven. But when I leave, I'm like, yo, Mike Krzyzewski, Mike Krzyzewski, Mike Krzyzewski, Mike Krzyzewski. The story's ending isn't as good as the beginning, so the next day, I go back to the practice, and I'm like, I got to go talk to Mike Krzyzewski. I got to apologize to him, you know, and I got to tell him, like, I was the one talking, and I felt really bad. So I go to Krzyzewski. I go, how you doing, Coach? My name is Michael Rappaport. Um, I just wanted to let you know that I, I was the one talking the other day, and I really apologize. I didn't hear the whistle. And he goes, no, no, no. I wasn't uh, yelling at anybody in particular. I was just yelling. I know there was a few people talking. And uh, so I was I wasn't yelling at you. Oh, wow. Well, I really apologize because all night I felt terrible. And, you know, like I, I know it's a privilege to be here. No, no, no. And you know what? I know who you are. You're a good actor. That's what fucking Mike Krzyzewski said to me. He fucking said that to me. So when I get told that by Mike Krzyzewski, after I think that I'm getting screamed at and thrown out of the gym in front of the entire NBA, And Mike Kraszewski says, I know who you are. You're a good actor. You know what that fucking does for me? Do you have any fucking idea? I'm on fucking cloud fucking nine, floating around now. Do you understand? Okay? Anyway, my mom has just brought up. This is why my mom is a wealthy, retired lady. My mom, off, off camera, off recording, she said to me, If you stop fucking cursing so fucking much, do you know that more people might listen to this fucking podcast? This is what she says to me. She says, more people would listen to you if you didn't sound like a fucking sailor. And I'm thinking to myself, good fucking point, Ma. I'm thinking to myself, good fucking point. So to try it, the rest of this segment, I am not going to say fuck. Okay? I am not going to say fuck because I think that some people think that I can't talk without saying fuck. So that's three, two, one. That's it. No more for this segment. The Chicago Bulls, Derrick Rose, man, this is a—let me tell you something. I'll just tell you my experience with Derrick Rose. You know how you could just pick up somebody's energy? I met him after a game under, like, the tunnel, like I was leaving, it was with my kids. It, I think it was the Chicago Bulls versus the New Jersey Nets. Or it was the Chicago Bulls versus the Lakers. Or the, or, or, or the Chicago Bulls versus the Clippers. It was one of them. But we bumped into Derrick Rose, his MVP season, under the, you know, in the tunnel. He was just finishing the game. He was probably doing press. And he just had such a sweet, nice disposition about him. And what a good basketball player. Derrick Rose is, I mean, he's, he's sick. He is sick. So my prediction for the Chicago Bulls is the, the Bulls go as far as Derrick Rose go. They have a crew. Pow, Gasol, Joakim Noah, who I love, Jimmy Butler, Taj Gibson, great coach, Thibodeau, Dibba, 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 Dibba and they're going to be tough. See, I ain't doing like, the oh, I, I'm, I'm not doing, you want to get details? You want to get uh, stats that you might not get from listening to me? You know, go down the channel. My man Bill Simmons, he's the king. I can't do that. This is the mother, I didn't say it. This is the I Am Rappaport podcast here with my NBA preview. All right, Cleveland Cavaliers went over them. are going to be a problem. Jeff Van Gundy and the Detroit Pistons. Uh, They're going to improve. Indiana Pacers, I think, are going to be better than people think, although obviously with Paul George not there, it's not going to work. Milwaukee Bucks, I think Jabari Parker is going to be a disappointment. I might be wrong. I just saw him playing preseason. I was not that impressed. I I just don't think he's going to be – I just think he's going to be a disappointment. Hawks are going to be shit. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I can say that. The the Charlotte Hornets. Yo, when Michael Jordan – let me tell you something – you got to get rid of that Hitler mustache, bro. That is just not cool. In those Haynes commercials, I don't know if it was just like there was bad lighting and they didn't know or no one wanted to tell him like, yo, Michael Jordan, your shit looks like Charlie Chaplin right now. Like you, you have a Hitler mustache. No one had the balls to tell Michael Jordan. No one else could pull off the Hitler mustache besides Michael Jordan. He's, and he's not just pull it off like one day. He's in a commercial with the Hitler mustache. They're going to be better. Uh, Lance Stevenson, they have a crew. They're, they're going to they're gonna be improved. They're still not going to be what Michael Jordan wants them to be. The Miami Heat, I talked about. Orlando Magic, bye bye. Washington Wizards, they're a problem. That kid, Bradley Beal, is sick. John Wall is sick. I like Hey Nay Nay at center. Yeah, yeah, I said it. Hey Nay Nay. You know, like Hey Bay Bay. My kids used to say that about Nay Nay when they were little. Dallas Mavericks, going to be a problem. All right, they're going to be much improved, and they have a lot of firepower, and they got a lot of offense. They got that Chandler Parsons or Parson Chandler. Is it guy? What's that guy's name? Chandler Parsons. It could either be Chandler Parsons or Parsons Chandler. Either way, it doesn't make. Anyway, but he's good. Jameer Nelson, that Monte Ellis, who's really good. I still don't think he's coming to his own. Memphis Grizzlies always ground and pound. I love them. They got the other Gasol and my man Zach Zebo, and then the, the Pelicans and the yo. My prediction right now, and I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to the north, the, to the rest of the Western Division on part two of this. But to end this off, and then I'm gonna come back with the, the Lakers and the spur, the Lakers and the Jazz and the Trailblazers and Kevin Durant. We're gonna talk about Russell Westbrook and if he should be medicated. I love the guy. Yo, I feel like sometimes he just needs to like a little, slow it down a little bit. We're going to get to that in the next episode. But my prediction is the San Antonio Spurs will win the NBA championship versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. They will dismantle the Cleveland Cavaliers, and then I will finally relinquish my stranglehold on LeBron James. And I will feel bad for him and feel like he's just like the rest of us. Okay, Until he's proven to be just like the rest of us Officially And that will be losing in the finals three times Kobe Bryant will be like You fucking lost in the finals three times And you want to be fucking talking about Are you as good as me Kobe Bryant will just be laughing at that Like Michael Jordan's like you motherfucker I never even played in a game seven And you want to fuck You're not even on my level Mom what Shut the fuck up, Mom the fucking cursing. Was I cursing again Shit, shit, shit. Sorry, ma. Shit. I just got in a tangent, man, about Michael Jordan. Like, Michael Jordan is the best basketball player ever. It's just like, oh my god, with all this bullshit. He didn't lose. He never lost. His his highlights are sick. Like, it's not like, you, yo, don't freak out. Michael Jordan is the best. Period. That's it. That's the end. He, ne- he look. He's he laughs at LeBron James. He never ever played in a finals that went past Game Six. That's a, a, a killer, a, an animal. That guy will cut your throat, laugh in your face, slip on the blood on the way out, and not even think twice about walking down the hallway with, like in that scene in fucking Cape Fear, when Nick Nolte fell on the pool of blood in the bat in the kitchen. Remember that? It was a really good scene. It was kind of shocking. That's the kind of shit. That, but Michael Jordan, he won't care. He's like, you know, the poster for DMX, the DMX poster, when he's got all the blood on his face. That's Michael Jordan. He doesn't give a fuck. He didn't give a fuck. And that's why he was one better than all of them. And Kobe Bryant doesn't give a fuck either. And that's why he's one better than all of them. You guys, it's just a different chip, man. Those, with the mom, it's not fucking funny, man. You, thro- mom, please, I could just edit it out, mom. I control the whole thing. All right, that's it for today. I'm coming back. We're gonna do part two of the NBA, but my prediction is the San Antonio Spurs over the Cleveland Cavaliers. In the NBA Finals 2015 And then Tim Duncan retires Popovich leaves Nah Popovich is going to stay And that's it I'll be back with more NBA This is the I Am Rappaport Podcast And I am Michael Rappaport